Scientific Conversations from the Development Policy Centre with Tess Newton-Kane. My name is Tess Newton-Kane from the Development Policy Centre and this morning here in Port Vila I'm meeting with Yasmin Bjornan. Yasmin, welcome to Pacific Conversations. Thank you, Tess. Thank you so much for having me here. You're very welcome. So to begin with, perhaps you could tell us a bit about yourself, your background, uh, what your current roles are, what your story is so far. Sure. Um, so my name is Yasmin Bjornam. I established Sista Magazine, which is an online women's platform for um, Ni Vanuatu women in 2016. I also work for ActionAid Vanuatu, uh, an, a non-government organization that has a strong focus on women's leadership. And you're, you're a Ni Vanuatu citizen, is that right? Yes, I am a Ni Vanuatu citizen. I was born and raised here, but my father immigrated to Vanuatu um, in 1980. He's from Sweden. My mother's from the Philippines. Um, it's been interesting having to grow up in a Melanesian country with a Eurasian background, but I feel that it's um, been able to really support the work that I do with women's rights here. Um, it allows me to kind of step back and have a look at um, gender and how um, the women's rights movement is progressing in Vanuatu because I'm not directly um, involved I guess you've sort of got a bit of perspective. You're sort of like an inside-outsider or an outside-insider, is that right? Yes, I would say so, because I am Nivanuatu, but I am not Indigenous, and therefore yeah. I'm not directly um, held down by cultural barriers that see women not being able to have their voice heard. Okay, great. Well, we might, be, we might get a chance to pick up on a couple of those things later on. So you've mentioned Sister. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a bit more about it? What it what's your vision for it? How does it work? What do you think its key achievements have been and, and what, what do you see for its future? Sure. So um, SISTA was founded in 2016. Um, we believe in celebrating the diversity of Nivanwatu women and supporting causes that inspire positive change, from raising awareness about gender equality and climate change, promoting local businesses and events. Um, we believe in using the power of arts and communication to create a positive, sustainable change. Um, we're a feminist organization, and our goal is basically just to create a safe space for women to come together, to talk to each other, to celebrate each other. And it's not just about providing information as well. We strive to amplify the voices of Nivanuatu women. Um, most of the content that we have is pretty, it's pretty, pretty it's simple really like because it's run on a voluntary basis and everything with sister is a testament to just young women doing this voluntarily we've never had funding never seek, sought out funding um it's all been literally just my friends putting it together the website was put together by a friend the graphics was put together by a friend the content is collected by friends um and we're all just trying to create this space where women do get heard um, and I, for our key achievements, honestly, if you want me to be honest, I think that the only, the, the, the biggest achievement that we have is our existence alone. I mean, I feel very, so much joy seeing um, my friends and I coming together to create the space and then seeing other women coming together um, to contribute to discussions, whether it's about violence, whether it's about public transport, that alone is enough, you know, when, we, when we're speaking about women, um, you know, progressing the women's movement in Vanuatu, it's not just a moment, it's a movement, and that ongoing dialogue is is um, very important. Yeah, so, so it's had two years' worth, you're just mm -hmm. about to celebrate the second birthday, so as you say that, it's it's established itself, it's created that space, and it's, it's ongoing, so that is a, a big achievement, I think, in this environment. 
I would, I would like to think so, especially when I'd like to think that it's something that is authentic and is coming from a place um, where we aren't motivated by anything except social justice. Um, and I, I, I really would like to think that, that, you know, you hear so much people talking about, we need this much money to create this project, to do this, when it's like, no, really, sometimes you just need a bit of heart and soul and a bit of hard work and putting yourself out there. And, um, and I feel that's what, is, what Sister is. Okay, great. So within Sister, there's also a, a sort of a sub bit of it called Sister Got Style. Mm -hmm. So tell, tell us a bit more about that. Is it just a fashion shoot or is there more to it than that? Um, so Sister Got Style is a piece that we feature every month in the Vanuatu Daily Post Life and Style magazine. Um, and it, it, it does go beyond more than just a fashion shoot. I wanted to create something that celebrates Ni Vanuatu women um, and also highlights their achievements. So um, actually for this month, we had um, Mary Louise Milne, um, the wife of former Prime Minister um, Moana Karkasez, and she was recently elected into the Port Vila Municipal Council. Um, for me to have to be able to showcase her as a leader, um, but to do it in such a way that we can connect with her, to recognize that yes, like this is a woman, um, you know, women are often put on this uh, or perceived as just being, I don't know, especially in Ivanwatu culture, women are expected to just be quiet, stay at home and, you know, uh, sort of like succumb to these expectations of, you know, you're not really, you're not really um, expected to have a voice or, you know, if you, if you do celebrate your beauty or dress up a little bit, you get shamed for it. You get told, or if you speak up, you get told you're a big mouth. So for me, having Sister Got Style and celebrating someone such as um, Mary Lou um, sort of allows us to look, to break down these um, perceptions of women and to have a look at them in a different light and to see that actually, yes, a woman can be beautiful. She can be smart. She can be a leader and she can be all of those things. We had Sister Got Style a few months ago where we celebrated our first transgender um, woman, Gigi Baxter. And I think that was awesome to sort of, again, break down that, that these these perceptions of trans, our, our transgender community and our women and that yes that includes trans women sister stands very strongly with with all women and that includes trans women um, and using fashion as a platform to be able to to look at these to look at them beyond um, yeah so it's more than just the clothes and the makeup it's sort of because obviously I mean I've, I've followed that feature and you know it's very much about the story and as you say and I, and I know you've as you say you've had trans women you've had older women young women students you know so it's obviously a way of really highlighting that diversity yes definitely and doing it in a way that's not so confronting in a way that's fun in a way that people can relate to it and you know fashion is fashion is um political it really is if you look at like Gigi Baxter our transgender um, activists who we celebrated, fashion provided her that platform to be who she truly is. When you have someone like Marie-Lou Milne, um, you know, showing that beyond being a leader, like, yes, she's a woman, she's a businesswoman, she's a mother, she's all of these things. And, um, you know, it, women are capable of doing it. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. So looking back over the last few years in Vanuatu, so there's, we've said that Sister's been around for two years, but maybe even going back a little bit further than that. What do you think the most 
significant things are, and they may be good things or bad things that you would point to as being really standout moments in terms of the feminist movement here in Vanuatu? Um, when I honestly, upon reflecting, I think the the word feminist is should probably be taken out of the equation because that word is not common in the women's movement here. You know, we don't, there's the, the, in, in terms of be a significant change with feminist activism, you only hear young girls talking about feminism. Feminism is a very dirty word, especially for the older women. They don't, they don't see it. Um, they see it as, um, you know, um, women trying to overtake or women trying to be the boss when that's not what feminism is about. Um, I know, though, that over the past few years, particularly after Cyclone Pam and more so in the year 2000s, a lot of NGOs um, have a strong gender focus. So there's a lot of work coming in in general to strengthen gender equality. Um, but is there truly transformation? I don't know. I don't know if there is that real meaningful transformation. Yes, all of these little projects in the long run do contribute to, you know, advancing gender equality a little bit. but. I'm sorry, until I see women in more leadership positions, I don't really feel that there have been any significant, you know, I mean, if, if, I, if I may, let's refer to yesterday's newspaper, the front cover, um, where we had the Vanuatu National Council of Women celebrating their, the, uh, the 15th conference of their organization. Um, and, you know, the front page was Minister Naupout um, talking about how women don't need to have reserved seats and with all due respect, I understand that his um, what he's trying to say is um, it may have he may have well-meaning commentary or justification between behind what he's trying to say, saying that yes, if women unite, uh, we'll be able to have uh, women in leadership positions. And in fact, if women were, stood in solidarity, we wouldn't need reserve seats because we could fill up half the seats. But, you know, the fact is, it doesn't matter what he said. If you just look at the newspaper article alone, we had over 100 women leaders there and the front page is about one man speaking. And this is why our voices don't get heard. They don't get that we have all these structural barriers, these power dynamics that we have to go through. Like, seriously, come on, the media, the government, everyone needs to do better. Like, how can we have, you know, that, that space is given to a man. We just heard one man speaking. Couldn't we have found, like, out of the 100 women leaders, give them the platform for once? Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's still a long way to oh, go. Oh, a long way, a long way. It's very frustrating. You know, we, we, I know that we have male alleys, and it's a very difficult conversation. It's a painful conversation. You know, and it, it's not about offending anyone or hurting anyone, but we just need to just look at that, the front page of the newspaper and understand that, uh, you know, I hope that people can understand what I'm trying to say here. It's a, it, if we're talking about the National Vanuatu National Conference, I mean Council of Women having this conference, why did we just give that space to a guy? Why did we just highlight that? Why is that the message that we're projecting? Yeah. Okay. So as you say, still a long way to go, and and it's not um, it's not a straightforward conversation. It's a very complex conversation in a very complex environment. Yes. But that doesn't mean to say. We shouldn't be trying to have that conversation and progress it, even if we're doing it maybe more slowly than we might like. Yeah, I think it's about, you know, like really taking people taking responsibility that, you know, I am I am I, I truly adore the Vanuatu Daily Post. I do a lot of work with them. Um, and, you know, even even with me, with my own journey, like. 
it, it really is having to take a look back and being like, who who is being left behind here? Whose voices are not being heard? It's I am in no way disrespecting Minister Naupa, no way disrespecting the Daily Post, but it's like in that space, please let women claim it and give them that space. Mm-hmm. Please, like you know, and look at what we're doing. What are we doing there? Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. So just finally, and I guess it's um, the, the, the codicil question to that is, and it may be something that you want to pick on, on that you've already said, but if, if you had a magic wand, if there is one change that you could make that you think would have the potential to really catalyze all these bigger changes that you've been talking about, in the Vanuatu context, what do you think that change might look like? Oh, I put women in leadership positions now, like whether it's through reserve seats, you know, whether it's, um, you know, in the media and the front page of the newspaper or whatever, it's time to put women, you need to be, get them visible, you know, we're, they're invisible and, you know, therefore how can we really promote you know, women, if, if we don't see them, if we don't hear them, even in places where, you know, that space is supposed to be for them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. It's yeah. about increasing the visibility, as you say, amplifying voices. So just to come back to the whole sister piece, do you see social media or online platforms such as sister, and I know you make a lot of use of social media as well, do you see that as being... A valuable tool in your kit for doing this sort of thing or is there because I know we have various conversations about social media here in Vanuatu and obviously there are pros and cons but overall do you feel that the availability of social media is is helping with this amplification and the raising of visibility oh a hundred percent you know you have people when you're on social media that kind of opens up all the doors and breaks down all the barriers and you can do it at your own pace. You can choose what you want to see. You can choose what you want to share. Um, I think it is such a powerful, incredible space. And to be honest, sister has had, I've rarely, rarely had a negative comment. I, I don't even think I could count it on one hand. Like it's always been positive and always been about people sharing their thinking, sharing their thoughts. I, I totally see it. If anything, I think social media is the way forward and is going to be the catalyst to creating this change. Okay, great. Yasmin, thank you so much for your time and sharing your thinking. And we're looking forward to hearing and seeing a lot more from you and from sister and from all the women that you're supporting. Thank you so much, Tess. I'm so happy to have been here with you today.